everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Until Possible podcast. Today, I am excited to host Mila, the host keeper, all the way from Texas. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. <laughs> so um, I'm going to let Mila dive into her backstory just to uh, you know give you the full picture. But in a nutshell, Mila works with short-term rental businesses and basically keeps them clean and tidy and turns them over. So I'm really excited about this episode because I know so many of my listeners, we all struggle with cleaners, we all struggle with turnovers, and it's nice to see your side of the story rather than just our side of the story. So hopefully we won't fall out, and uh, by the end of it, the audience will have uh, some great tips, which I'm, I'm sure we'll get. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'll have some great takeaways as well. So tell us a bit about yourself. How did you get into this? How did you know this was going to be a business for you? And uh, just a bit about the backstory. Wow, great question. So when I first got into this business, I was bouncing around in Austin, Texas, in different Airbnbs. And I ended up at one Airbnb that... She kind of operated it like a hostel. Um, She lived there, but she rented out each room and each room had its own key. And the bed was made like the hotel. And she had a mint on the bed with a piece of paper with the Wi-Fi, um, local grocery stores, coffee shops. And I'm like, this is not this is not a bad gig. And I had just come back from traveling the world, Southeast Asia, mainly. And uh, I was thinking, you know, next time I come back from traveling, I don't, I don't want to come back to nothing. <laughs> I want to come back to have a house um, that I can put on Airbnb while I travel and then I can have a place to come back to. Because, you know, um, this was back in 2014. Airbnb is still kind of new, you yeah. know. And so I was like, I was thinking, I was like, who cleans this place for her? Does she, I was wondering, does she clean it? And if I go travel, who's going to clean my place? And that's where the idea literally came from. And I started Googling and there was no, no company in Texas that you could hire to come and clean your Airbnb. And I'm, everybody needs somebody they can trust, but I don't have anybody <laughs> who wants to come and clean that I can trust. So I said, well, why don't I just build my own team? And, um, I, I worked in corporate America way back when, and I promised myself I will never go back. And, uh, I had a business before, uh, I started traveling. So I said, you know, let, let me try to see if this works. So I bought, um, the domain name and I built it in a weekend, um, because I, I love podcasts. (laughs) You learn so much from them. So I had a podcast that I listened to that taught you how to get number one on Google how to get your website number one on Google. So I already figured out how to do that. And so I said, okay, let me build this website. By the end of that week, I got my first two customers. And one of them is still with me six years later. Um, And that's kind of how I stuck around. I mean, with their support and they keep hiring me. And um, my first customer, he is, um, he's also an entrepreneur and he travels the world and he's real big on Airbnb. He has a couple of them. So he would even help guide me as to what he needs um, and how he wants the aesthetic. Sometimes he'll be like, oh, you close the door, you know, maybe, you know, next time leave the doors open so it feels welcoming. So he was also teaching me, um, you know, I've never had clean before, before that. Um, And so that's how it all started. And it just kept going. (laughs) So I kept (laughs) going with it. (laughs) As as I think most businesses do, which is fantastic. Um, 
So let's dive into the nitty gritty. So um, how many how many cleans do you do on a weekly basis? Uh, you know, how many properties do you now manage? You know, what's your team look like behind the scenes? Oh man, I mean, so right now, right now we're in Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Yes. <laughs> uh, we used to be in Austin and San Diego. Oh, and right now we're also in uh, Atlanta. And so we have about, about eight people in each city. Um, eight to 14. It depends on which city it is. Um, and so with all of those cleans, we're doing, Lord knows, I mean, more than 30 cleans a week. I mean, we're doing Last last year we averaged like six hundred to eight hundred cleans a month. Okay. Yeah. A lot of cleans. A lot of cleans. A lot of cleans. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, from my perspective, having you know, again, I've been like yourself, built the business from nothing. It was just me at the start. You know, now I've got a team of people that help deal with turnovers and running the guests and things. Um, but initially, I you know, and still to this day, we have the frustrations of cleaners not showing up. Clean is not doing a good enough job, and then we get yes. a bad review. Yes. How you know? How does a cleaning company that specialises in this, you know, how do you make sure that you've got the right team behind the scenes to deliver for the hosts? Yes. So, I I don't know if I'm lucky or what it is that we don't have that problem. We don't have that problem of you know you don't have to refund the guests, you don't have to move the guests because it's not clean. If the clean is booked, we go and do it. So I, I, maybe it's not the right way, I, but it, it worked for me. So for all the cities that I'm in, I go and I handpick everybody. Um, I think I'm really good at hiring, even though it's extremely hard. I don't like to do it, but I trust my eye. So mm-hmm. when somebody comes and um, I think sometimes in the industry, because we need so many people, some cleaning companies give anybody a chance. You can't give everybody a chance. And so I handpick everybody, even from the way that we communicate before we even meet. Mm-hmm. If you're on time, there's a lot of different things that I look for in a person that can work with me. If they're reliable, I can't hire somebody who says they'll work today and then not work tomorrow. At, you know, just wake up in the morning and say, I can't go to work. Those people, I just don't give another chance to because this is a business. Everything is your business is a business. My business is a business. We have to be professional. So I take the time to hire everybody and train them very well. Um, When I hire them, we go from each room to each room, what you got to do. And after they're done, I go back and I walk it through with them. Um, If they have some potential, I keep them and I, you know, let them know what they could correct and what they can do better. And then I'm kind of with them for the next couple of days to make sure they're doing it right. Um, and then that they're learning because this is a learning experience. Vacation rental cleaning is not popular. You know, you have commercial office, all these different kind of cleans, but Airbnb or, you know, vacation rental cleans are new. So you have to take the time to train your cleaner how to do it. Um, I've heard of a lot of cleaning companies. They just hire somebody and do it. You have to train them. You have to show them how to make a bed. A lot of people, even though they do residential cleaning, they don't make beds in residential. You know, they don't wash the sheets. In some places we have to wash the seats, sheets. They don't stage, you know, they don't have to look under the bed. They don't have to look through the cabinets and make sure that the spoons don't have 
food residue on it or make sure that it's organized inside. They don't have to do all of that. So you can't just throw somebody in there. And it's all about taking the time to train that person and also knowing their personality. I hire personalities. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they, they did before. All I need to know is, you know, do you show up on time? Do you communicate well? Um, and do you care about your job? Yeah. What um that training phase, obviously it sounds like that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And you know, I think that goes for any business. Um, how long does that take for you? What does that kind of look like? Um, it, I don't think it takes it takes me about, I would say about a good three days because we also get feedback. Um, we get feedback from everybody. We get feedback from the host, we get feedback from the guests. Um, you know, if it smells good, if if you know, if whatever. So um, it, it's about three days because like I said, I hire personalities. I hire people who want to work, who, who, who want to do this. Yeah. So um, it's easy to train somebody who wants to do the job. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think um, one of the mentality issues that I think a lot of people have, and I think you touched base on it in your, in your kind of show notes was um, that you don't get enough respect for the job that you, you do. And, I think professional hosts, you know, like myself and, you know, we're talking about Chris offline and things like that. You know, we, we run large operations. We know how vital our cleaning team is to the success of our business and are always striving to make that as, as good as possible. What I'm probably going to open you up to have a bit of a rant here, but uh, (laughs) what, um, what does that look like from your side? And and I guess how can the hosts and the cleaning companies work better together? Because ultimately if the hosts are bringing the bookings in, the cleaners are going to be busy. If the cleaners clean the properties well, the hosts are going to get more bookings. So it is a team effort, but a lot of them don't put that together. And that, you know, really infuriates me as well. So I'll hand over the mic to you and you can um, speak your mind on it. Yeah. So that is exactly it. The last part that you said, you know, I'll speak from, real experience because the last six months have been extremely hard for, for me. Um, because I, I, we work with small hosts, people who have one or two Airbnbs and we work with the big companies who have 60, who have a hundred. And it's interesting how we are in the hospitality industry, but they don't treat people with hospitality and that we're in the cleaning industry, but they can be dirty snakes. You know, (laughs) so that's how that's how it is. They don't a lot of these big companies don't understand how important it is to treat people. So I find myself as the person to protect um, my cleaners. People treat they people are still treating cleaners like they're the dirt that they're sweeping. It's almost unbelievable. Um, I've had my cleaners harassed by building managers. I've had. you know, people talk down to, I've had people, oh, can you sweep the hallway? Like, are you serious? Who are you? You know, like we, I don't treat my people like that. Um, a lot of times hosts or these big companies, I've, I've had to kind of educate them. And sometimes I educate them in the way that they want to fire me, <laughs> you know, because the pushback that I give, is just like, it's just not going to work like this. And I also try to educate them how this can actually work. We're we want, we want to be part of your team. We don't want to be seen as a tool that you can plug in and plug out. Just recently, we um, negotiated and um, agreed on a price 
uh, with a, a big company. And then they said, okay. So we started working with them. And then all of a sudden they send an email and say, Hey, we need the price to be lower. And I'm just like, the price is as low as it gets. Like, a, let's be real for a two bedroom. I cannot pay somebody $85 to, to clean a two bedroom. It's, it's for the whole operation. I mean, I have a whole team. I have people who answer the phone. I have people who clean. I mean, we are a professional cleaning company and uh, $85 for a two bedroom is not going to cut it. Um, so they said, okay, well, since you're not flexible, they just took away all the cleans from that day until the rest of the week. And I have my cleaners waking up and getting ready to go to work and you just pull it out like that because I'm not willing to compromise. I think they're not willing to, um, to understand the value of our service. And so that's how, um, and then I also, you know, let them know that and then they don't like it. And then, uh, <laughs> they tell all their friends <laughs> and then they let me go. But at the end of the day, we do a good service and, um, I'm not going to compromise people for that. I think they should be compensated for the hard work they do. Um, vacation rental cleaning is not easy. It's extremely detailed work. I mean, we find guns, we find drugs so that the next guest doesn't find it. You know, it's that detailed. And yeah. I think um, if you want that kind of quality of work, you have to pay for it. I don't have anybody who I think is going to get up um, and do this kind of work um, for peanuts. It's yeah. just not and, right. And I think, you know, the, the money side of it always comes in with, I guess the businesses, because most of them do see it as a cost rather than right. an, an investment. But, you know, I think ultimately, if, you know, if you're going to invest in a cleaning team, you need to get the reward on the back end, which, you know, should be five star reviews and more bookings. And, you know, and then, as I said earlier, that then filters down into more cleans for the cleaning team. Right. To be able to, you you know, you mentioned there, obviously, you've got your your minimums and you your service levels that you deliver, and obviously, you feel like that gives huge value to the organization to be able to probably attract more bookings, always have a five star, never have refunds, don't have to move guests, which is incredibly valuable. How do you set yourself above the competition with what you do do? Like, what is the value that you deliver? to be able to ensure that there are no refunds, there are no um, complaints, et cetera? Well, all of those things, because um, it's interesting that um, when I have a conflict with a vacation rental cleaning company, it's never because of the clean. It's always because of, I don't like that, how they, they treat us. And then I let them know. And, and that's a problem. Um, but the value that I give is what I've heard around the way, you know, I mean, we do have competition or other cleaners doing Airbnb cleans um, and we don't have the same problems we, they do. I don't have problems hiring people. I don't have problems keeping people. Um, I don't have, so therefore the, the clean is always going to be great because that same person is doing it all the time. And instead of trying to get a whole bunch of different people in there, um, and then tell them how to do the clean. It's uh, a lot of times it's kind of like a rush type of thing mm -hmm. because the industry is growing. It's a lot of business, but you yeah. also have to take the time to show your, your staff how to do the job, right? Um, consistency, right? Consistency is key. That's what I have on my website. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> consistency. Absolutely. So, so do you, do you allocate 
a certain cleaner to a certain property and that's all they clean? Or no. do you have them floating around as I a money schedule? Them. I do have them floating around. So, I mean, I have my own way of how I, I, I float it. Um, when I first hire somebody, I hire, I, I put them in the most easy location. So a one bedroom, a small one bedroom. Um, I like that. I, I would like for them not to have to d- have it done by three. It's one of those that nobody's checking in so that we have time to learn. This is mm-hmm. a learning experience. They have, they have to digest it. And especially if it's the first time they've done a vacation rental clean, um, it's a lot to learn. I remember when I started, I did the cleanings by myself and there was a lot of learning that I, I even had a notepad and I was like, okay, well, there's this and there's that. I have to write that down. So there's a lot of learning that needs to go, go down. So yeah. it's just the patience and the care in the work. Yeah. yeah. I think like anything, if you look after your team, they'll look after you. And yeah. um, as you say, if you invest in, in your team with training and support, then they're going to, they're going to be better for sure. What, um, what do you, do you embrace technology in the business to support the role? Oh yes. Oh yes. So uh, everybody has to embrace technology <laughs> in this business. Uh, all of our cleaners, they already know. So it all depends on who we're working with. If we're working with a big company, sometimes they'll have their own app. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't, we have our own form that our cleaners have to put on their phone. Um, on their homepage. And then it has questions like, does the Wi-Fi work? Did the battery on the locks work? Um, lost and found damages, pictures. So yes. And then we send that as a report to our, our hosts. So they know what's going on. Um, if it's an emergency, we obviously let them know immediately. Our cleaners know that, okay, if um, something's leaking under the sink, uh, give us a call and we'll call the host and let them know immediately. So we definitely embrace technology. We have to. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I'm I'm with you on that one. You know, we have a schedule and software, and we try and we. One of the frustrations we do have is, especially when we work with outsourced agencies, is they won't use the, or they they try and resist using the software, even though mm. the software is there to help. Like it's got a checklist, it keeps everything ticking, it makes it easy for your cleaning staff. But they're very much like, no, that's not the way we do it here. We're not going to do that. We're just going to go in and clean. I mean, for me, that's a frustration because I feel like we're doing it not to give them more work. We're doing it to make sure that the whole thing's more efficient. Yeah, they want to push back on that. I mean, why do why would that why do you see that happening? And what would you say to someone like me to try and get them to overcome that? Well, um, I'm guessing you're not working with people who specialize in vacation rental cleaning, because if they just do residential cleaning, if you think about it, I have a lot of friends in the industry now that I've been here for about almost going on seven years. Um, they almost hate it because th- what they do is they actually go into houses, they clean it and they leave. There's no technology that they, they, they don't have to take that extra, they don't have that extra time. Mm. to do all of that stuff. And a lot of times, let's be real, they make more money cleaning a, a, a house than they do um, a vacation rental home that they have to have done before three o'clock or whatever time it is and only start at 11. The, the times are, is a big deal when you're working mm. with uh, a residential cleaning um, company because they can start at eight, they can start at nine and you know be done, you know, still work at seven. But the vacation rental industry, the, the times are very are very, you know, strict and, um, and it's easy to do a residential house for them, you know, 
you go, you clean. There's kind of like, it's somebody's house. It's not somebody's business. So if you leave a hair or, you know, a speck of toothpaste, it's not a big deal. It's like, oh, okay, well, hopefully next time they do a better job. But if this is your business, it's a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can't afford mistakes. That's right. <laughs> you know, we just can't afford mistakes. They, I don't think people appreciate the ripple effect of a bad clean um, on your yes. business. You know, it's, it's, it's not just that immediate guest. It's everything else that goes with it. And it's hard to control. And the bigger you get, the more properties you get, the, the harder it is to control all the, yes. all the cleans and make sure that they're all up to standard. Where, um, would you say there is a specific type of person that works well within your business, a certain makeup, a certain, you know, kind of DNA, or do you just find that you can talent pool anybody and because of your good training, you seem to get the best out of them? I don't think it's really about training. It's a, like, a, it's about personality. It's about uh, the drive that that person has inside of them. Um, and you can see that, um, I have like a whole bunch of little things that that's how I determine and it might be right. It might be wrong, but I always get it right. So mm. even from the time where somebody says, okay, I want to have this job. Usually it's through, um, you know, Craigslist or indeed, um, it's the communication. I always put on the job post at the very bottom, little instructions. And if you didn't follow those little tiny instructions, you're not made for this job. So um, I might say, uh, tell me your, your full name, where you live, um, and uh, maybe one other thing. And if they just text me, hey, I'm interested in the job, I don't, I don't even call them back. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have to go through a lot of people. It's a lot of work to hire people, but I'd rather ha- hire the right people first and hire the wrong people. So somebody says, oh, I'm interested in the job. I don't even look because you didn't even read. You didn't even read the detail, the small detail of what I asked you. So yeah. you're not you're you're not for the job. And then um, if I have a phone call with you, it I have to I have to, I'm hearing your voice. If you sound like you're laying down or you're in the car with your boyfriend and, you know, you're talking, yelling. You, it, it Also, this is not going to work. You know, you can't even be professional. You know, yeah. anybody can be a professional. You don't have to, you can clean toilets and toilets and be a professional person, you know? So there's things like that showing up on time, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, people who show up like 10 minutes early. I mean, I'm a person who shows up on time, <laughs> but those people who show up like 10 minutes early, I'm like, man, this person wants the job. Um, so there's like little things like that and who pay attention um, who have the right attitude, who are like, yeah, yes, I'm ready for this. Yes, I, I, I take pride in my job. And you can see it in the way that they clean. I mean, you can't fake it clean. You just mm. can't fake it. So if you take pride in detail in your work and you can follow instructions, that's it. That's all you need. You can be anybody. Yeah. So how do you, um, how do you motivate them? Do you have bonus structures? How, how do you keep them motivated? Um, we don't have bonus structures. We're, we're kind of extremely fair with anything. Um, sometimes the guest is not checking out on time. So we, we, and if they have to wait an hour, that's a human's life, an hour of their life. A lot of the people we work with, they don't even care. They're like, Oh, okay, well, whatever we're, we're, we're going to get back to you. And so we have to compensate for them, but we pay our people extremely well, extremely well, extremely well, because me and you, anybody, 
would you take all that time to clean a unit? I mean, some people who hire us, they've never even cleaned a vacation rental. So they don't even know what all the detail that goes into it. If you really do it right. And you should pay somebody well for doing all of that work. Um, So I, we pay our people well, and that's why they, and I respect them and I defend them, uh, which is to my detriment sometimes, but to our detriment (laughs) sometimes, you know, Um, but uh, we're human and I like to treat them like they are human, not, not that they are, you know, plug in and plug out. They're just a number. Um, That's not how to go about the business. You actually have to build a relationship with people. Yes, for sure. Do you have any? Do you have any properties yourself? Do you host yourself? No, I used to. Um, I used to. I just had one because I lived in a house, and then in the in the back there was like a mother in law's house. I guess that's what they call it—a casita. They call it here in Texas. Um, and we did we did put it like that. But um, we keep thinking about it. I don't know what's our problem. Uh, me and my husband, we were like, yeah, we need to get our own Airbnbs because I mean, we know the whole industry. But the thing about it is we're just so always sucked into our own job. And then it's like, now we have to deal with guests. I don't know about all that, you know, (laughs) we already have a lot to deal with and we're doing pretty well. So uh, one thing at a time. Fantastic. Fantastic. So just as we wrap up, I mean, you've delivered an immense amount of value for anybody that is in this space and really understanding how the cleaning side works and, you know, how you can make it better. What would you say to host a couple of top tips to, you know, really deliver that, that five-star clean and make sure it's consistent? Um, to host, I would, I mean, they're not, they're not cleaning, but I would, mm, it's, it's, for me, it's all about how you treat people. Mm-hmm. If you treat people well, they want to give you the world. That's just how it works. That's just how this world works. And a lot of people just don't understand that. When you treat somebody well, um, they want to give you everything. They want to do everything right. I mean, that's how it is with me. Um, we treat our people well. They get paid well. Um, they don't want to lose their job. They love this job. I mean, hello, you get to clean um, and be put your headphones in, talk to your friends, do whatever you want to do. Go as long as you do your job. I, I don't care what you're doing. Um, so it's all about training well. Um, I think that's and that's on the, the cleaning owner mm-hmm. or the managers to make sure that they train their people well, because as a host, you you won't know. That's another issue. You won't know what they do or how how they care or what kind of quality they provide until you hire them. So um, but as a cleaning owner, you have to make sure that you you care. So you have to make sure that your team is trained very well um, so that they can provide the service that the host expects and the guests. So mm-hmm. a lot of our hosts, um, they give us um, they give us a guide on how they want the towel set or how they want the utensils organized. That's helpful. Um but as a cleaning owner, you have to know all of that stuff when you're dealing with a vacation rental and train your people well and uh, pay them well and respect them. And I think it's like a whole cycle. Everybody needs to learn how to work together and be a team um, and see each other like a team 
and, and partners and not as um, just another cleaning company in the industry um, because there's not a lot of cleaning companies in the industry anymore. There's um, a lot of people get tired of this um, yeah. and want to do something easier. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, dang, I could just go into commercial construction. You know, it's just easier and to get paid more, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I, I stick with vacation rental because uh, I mean, I'm, I'm in it. So, um, but it's all about working together. That's basically what it is. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Couldn't agree more. And I think if there was more people like that, then they, it would be a lot easier to run the businesses as well. So listen, thank you for your time. If uh, any of the uh, listeners want to get in touch with you or even just check you out and check your business out, how can they go about that? Um, I am on LinkedIn, Mila Arzu Bahamalski. M-I-L-A-A-R-Z-U, start there. <laughs> Mahomalski. <laughs> and um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Mila the Hostkeeper, the T-H-E-E, Hostkeeper, H-T-H-O-S-T-K-E-Y-P-E-R. Um, and uh, our our business is on um, Instagram as well, Hostkeeper, and our website, Hostkeeper.com. You'll find me. I'm easy to find. (laughs) Big personality. You'll find you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Mila, it's been an absolute blast. Uh, Thank you very much for your time. And, um, you know, I I, I wish you all the best for 2022. I'm sure you'll have a fantastic year and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Ryan. Take care. Thank you. Bye now. Bye.